we don't have time because there's two people dying a day from overdose. Good morning, it's Friday, February 17th, and right now on KPIX News, a new drug creeping into Bay Area streets this morning. A man who pulled himself out of addiction shares with us why this drug is so dangerous. Plus, Oakland's police chief reveals his next possible move, the reaction pouring in this morning from a very divided community. And we'll also show you why one Bay Area lawmaker is trying to bring Amsterdam-style cannabis coffee to California. And we are warming up heading into this President's Day weekend, but a big change right after the big day coming up. We'll have more on that in just a bit. And if you're getting ready to get out of town this weekend, hopefully your plans are made and you leave early to give yourself some extra time. But current traffic conditions getting a little busy out there. Details coming up. Happy Friday to you. We're going to get right into our top stories. It is 6 a.m. Today, the suspect in last week's San Francisco house explosion will be back in court for his arraignment. 53-year-old Darren Price did not enter a plea during an initial court appearance on Wednesday. We were not allowed to show his face. Prosecutors say a dryer may have sparked butane vapors from an illegal drug lab inside the home. Price faces nine felony charges, including involuntary manslaughter, drug manufacturing, and four counts of reckless burning. His wife, 51-year-old Rita Price, died in that explosion and fire in the Sunset District. Five former Memphis police officers are set to be arraigned today for their involvement in the death of Tyree Nichols last month. They are each facing seven charges, including second-degree murder and aggravated assault. Nichols was repeatedly punched and kicked during a traffic stop on January 7th. He died three days later. President Biden is directing his team to develop sharper rules about when to shoot down unidentified objects flying over the country. The president says the three objects shot down earlier this month were not related to China's surveillance program. He says they were likely from private companies or research institutions. So a lot of questions left about all of these balloons that are now popping up all over the place. <laughs> but I know some of them are saying they could be weather balloons as well. Yeah, I mean, all the National Weather yeah. Services, they always do two balloons a day. So it could be that as well. Let's take a quick look outside real fast this morning. A mix of sun and clouds today, but we can even see the moon right now just off in the distance. If you go out there and check it out, it's a beautiful sight to see. Mild conditions for us today. Right now, we're just sitting in the 30s and 40s throughout the Bay Area. That's significantly warmer, though, than where we were at yesterday. No freeze warnings this morning and no frost advisories. But take a look at this. Afternoon daytime highs today are expected to hit the upper 50s and lower 60s. And it's President's Day weekend. We have upper 60s in the forecast just off in our inland areas on Monday. Cooler temperatures along the coast and the bay. After President's Day, though, a big change is on its way. We have cooler temperatures and wetter conditions. The Climate Prediction Center showing for the next 8 to 14 days, we will see a big change all along the California coastline, even up into the Oregon and Washington borders, too, and wetter than normal conditions also. So I'm going to break down why that's happening and what you can actually expect coming up. But right after President's Day, I'm talking the day after, we're going to be seeing windier conditions, cooler temperatures, 40s and rain. I know. I'm like chilly just thinking about Me it. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for that? Well, we'll enjoy this then while we Absolutely. can because it's going to be nice this weekend. So mm -hmm. that's good. But changes are coming, friends. All right. Get a look Thanks at the so roadways right now if you want to make that trek across the Bay Bridge. Now is a good time to do that because things are moving along pretty nicely. It's safe to say it's Friday light. Sometimes I hate saying that because I don't want to jinx anything, but it looks really good. No delays heading into the city. So quiet conditions here at the Bay Bridge. In fact, most of our Bay Area bridges look uh, pretty quiet this morning. Here is a live look at the Golden Gate. Everything is 
moving on ni uh, nicely through there, as is the San Mateo Bridge. Get a little crowded on that westbound side. That's the right-hand side of your screen there for folks heading towards 101. It is a bit of the calm before the storm, though, as far as traffic conditions go. It is a getaway Friday. A lot of people expected to head out of town this afternoon on the roadway. So if you are hitting the roads, leaving after 2 o'clock, at least until 8 tonight, those will be the busiest times on the freeway. And that eastbound 80 commute, a lot of people heading up to the snow this weekend for ski week. So pack your patience, give yourself some extra time and plan ahead. Amanda. In San Francisco, a new drug is showing up on city streets. It's a horse tranquilizer with horrific side effects and officials are sounding the alarm. This morning we've learned the San Francisco Health Department found traces of the drug xylazine in the bodies of four people who recently died of drug overdoses and it's not an opioid and it's commonly mixed with illicit drugs like fentanyl and heroin. And we know the effects are disturbing. It can cause necrotic ulcers that spread and depress your respiratory system. Our Andrea Nakano talked to a man who was able to lift himself out of a fentanyl addiction. Silazine is not even approved for human use. It's a veterinary tranquilizer, most commonly known on the streets as Trank. It causes severe side effects and even deaths, but the problem is most people don't know they're using it. You're a drug addict, right? Tom Wolf's addiction spiraled out of control after getting hooked on oxycodone after a foot surgery. It led to a heroin and fentanyl addiction, and within months, this father and husband ended up calling the streets of San Francisco his home. Basically offered an ultimatum at, at a certain point by her to uh, either go to rehab or leave the home, and I chose to leave the home. Addiction won, won at that moment and I ended up almost on the street. Now he's trying to lift others out of addiction, knowing the next high could lead to death. I don't wanna just say, just say no, because that's the from the 80s, right? But right now, all I will say is that the, the street, the illicit drug supply, the drugs you buy on the street are not safe. The reason it's not safe, drugs are being mixed to make them more potent. You wouldn't think you need to add to fentanyl, it's so powerful in itself, but what people are doing, um, down drug users are doing, is they're adding xylazine to fentanyl and cocaine and heroin, but mostly to fentanyl to, to enhance or sustain the high that they can get for, uh, from it. April Rivero is not only the executive director of the National Coalition Against Prescription Drug Abuse, she lost her son to an overdose. What makes street drugs so deadly is users don't know exactly what they're getting. Imagine if you had a loaded uh, a gun that had a chamber to hold 10 bullets and you had put eight bullets in there and you'd spin it. That's what it is when you use fentanyl right now. There's an eight in 10 chance that if you use cocaine or meth or MDMA or something like that, that it's laced with fentanyl and you could die. But now it may not just be fentanyl. There are signs xylazine is seeping into the market. You can just walk out into Kensington Avenue and you can smell the rotting flesh. It's awful. Xylazine has been prominent in the East Coast, especially Pennsylvania, where it's estimated Trank is in 90% of Philadelphia's dope supply. Many don't know it's in the meth or fentanyl that they are using until they start to see their skin decompose. This is kind of like how it's healed. It just heals like a burn. But um, yeah, this was like all open. Melanie Bettis is a recovering addict and didn't know her drugs were laced with xylazine. I came here because this was 
the easiest, most convenient open-air drug market, and it was 15 minutes away from where I was raised. According to the San Francisco Department of Public Health, it was the first time the city found traces of xylazine after doing tests on four overdose victims last month. There have been no reports of skin wounds caused by the drug yet in the city, but some are concerned Trank will soon be prevalent in the drug supply on the streets. We don't have time because there's two people dying a day from overdose. So we're really kind of stuck in a quagmire of what to do. A study in June, June found that xylazine in 36 states in November, the FDA issued a nationwide alert to doctors. Because Trank is not an opioid, it does not respond to Narcan, which is used to reverse fentanyl overdoses. This week, an FDA panel recommended that Narcan be made available over the counter. A final decision on that will be made in the next few weeks. Later this morning, we will show you how one Bay Area lawmaker is trying to uh, make Amsterdam-style cannabis coffee shops a reality here in the state. You know, going back to the story that you were just talking about with Narcan mm -hmm. now being available, hopefully once it gets fully approved yeah. over the counter, is a complete game changer mm -hmm. for our opioid battle. And it's, so it's heartbreaking to see now there's more stuff coming forward yeah. where there isn't that protection with it. So it's like we can't keep up yeah. with everything that keeps coming. Yeah. You know, once we figure something out that might help people, mm -hmm. there's always Another. something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really, really scary. Yeah.